Welcome to the New Reality Show, where you can call in live for laser coaching and engage in Q&A with doctors Art Emrich and Christina Winsey. Discover how to master the power of your mind, body, and spiritual energies. Get empowered to create your new reality for more happiness, well-being, and success. Well, hello, Dr. Art. And here we are again. Hello, Dr. Chris. Every Friday, <laughs> like clockwork. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dr. Art is looking rather spelt and sleek, and I just love that shirt. Well, great. It's uh, it's uh, the magic of uh, graphic arts. They can make you skinny as you want to look. You can... <laughs> You know, I keep thinking how nice it would be if if we could all just eat whatever we want. Do you remember the movie Defending Your Life? No. No? Okay. With Meryl Streep and I forget the guy. He's a comedian. And uh, they they both pass over and they're in this place that is not really heaven. It's it's where you go and you look at your life and see where you gave into fear. Mm. um and it's called defending your life it's just fabulous and and they have every restaurant has the best food and you can (laughs) eat as much as you want and never gain an ounce (laughs) so what a dream (laughs) so um who are these two characters that are talking to you hello and welcome and thank you for joining us this is the new reality solutions show i'm dr christina winsey and this is and Dr. Dr. Art. Art. Yes. And um, our show is all about ways that we can help you to deal with the stress, anxiety, um, unhappiness. You know, we, we bring on fabulous guests, uh, authors, speakers, and we ourselves bring our wisdom to the show to help you with practical tips and tools that you can do that cost you nothing. And um, we wanted to help more people than just the one-on-one in our offices. And, and so uh, here we are. What do you want to say, Dr. Art? Well, just that we do promise to uh, give you um, a little bit of theory. And, um, but uh, also uh, at least two practical applications of something you can take away from the program and do um, uh, immediately to help um, make your life better than it was before. Absolutely. And every guest we have offers a free gift. We always Mm -hmm. insist on that. And we love that because then you get to taste different people's offerings and and get the help you need. And Dr. Art always does a tip of the week. So there's a lot in store. Mm -hmm. I want to just thank our our um, subscribers and if you get benefit out of the show and you like our silliness and our our wisdom all at the same time we hope you'll become a subscriber and you can find that on our show page and uh, Thomas is putting that on the screen and if you click there you can subscribe for as little as two dollars and 99 cents and of course if you want to subscribe for more we're more than happy to have that. So thank you so much. And Thomas, would you put up the phone numbers? You can call in. This is a live show. And if you'd like to speak with our guest, get laser coaching from myself or Dr. Art, or just join the conversation, you can dial free in the the United States, toll free, 888-627-6008. 
And if you're outside the U.S., dial direct 1-323-744-4831. So um, tonight we have a wonderful guest. We will be talking with Pragito Dove, a most unusual name and uh, uh, a leading authority in North America on expressive meditation techniques and hypnotherapy and an Amazon best-selling author of Lunchtime Enlightenment. I love that title. Expressive Meditations for Manifesting Peace, Prosperity, and Passion. And she'll be discussing with us how you can use these techniques such as these and laughter so that you can have more abundance both in your life and in your business. So we're really looking forward to that. But first, it's time for Dr. Art's Tip of the Week. Whoa, can't wait to hear what it's going to be this week. In keeping with uh, the one word description, uh, the word this week is place, P-L-A-C-E. So um, one thing that I do for all of my clients is uh, suggest that they create, uh, this is a mental creation in your imagination, a special place. I call it a safe place a sacred place, a favorite place, but it is a location that you can go to for any number of reasons. Maybe you just want to get away from the hubbub that you're in at the the particular time. Uh, Maybe you're in the dentist office and you really don't want to be in your body while they work on your mouth, you know, so you can just go (laughs) into your place. Uh, Relieve stress, um, calm down, um, relax, uh, rejuvenate, recover, um, get some peace and quiet, and just retreat from the demands of, of uh, everyday life. So what I have them do is uh, close their eyes and take a deep breath and imagine that they're going to this place. And then I say, what do you see when you're in this place? And this is a place that the only things that you're ever going to see are things that you want to see. They're the most beautiful and most wonderful things. You can be in the country, the city, you can be at the beach, you can be in the mountains, you can be wherever you want to be. And um, as you look around, just notice the things that you see and appreciate them and enjoy them. God, you put them here. Uh, as you're doing that, what do you hear? What would you like to hear? Would you like to hear symphonic music? Would you like to hear nature sounds, or maybe you just like total quiet, and that's what you would hear. Maybe you hear some voices. If you have people here, maybe you don't want anybody here. Maybe you want it to be your private place, and uh, you wouldn't hear any voices then. And then as you um, do the taste, your favorite taste, your favorite smells, and you combine all of that, then how do you feel when you're here? And, And hopefully the feelings would be relaxed, peaceful, in control of yourself, um, you know, able to do wonderful, magical things while you're here. This is a magical place. So uh, to create one of these, if you would, just get a piece of paper and write down, what are some things I'd like to see? What are some things I'd like to hear? What are some feelings I'd like to have? Some tastes, some smells, whatever. And just jot those down so that you can refer to them. Then you close your eyes. You have to open your eyes and take a peek at your paper if you've written all this down. But uh, <laughs> take a deep breath and um, just allow yourself to go to this place. I promise you, if you could spend five seconds here, it's worth the trip. And the more often you do it, the easier and faster it is to do. So place, favorite, sacred, safe, 
beautiful, wonderful place. Please create. I love that. That's awesome. You know, I, I call it the two minute vacation. It's okay, part of the stress sure. management uh, coaching that I do. And, um, you know, I was thinking, as you talked about a piece of paper, people with their phones now can record their own voices so they could record their pay- favorite place sure. and, mm-hmm. and guide themselves through guide it. Themselves so, to it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You always sure. have the best tip. And so now I'm going to formally in, uh, read um, Pragito's bio, which is quite impressive, and bring her on the show. Mm-hmm. So Pragito Dove, MA, is a global authority on expressive meditation and founder of the number one expressive meditation training school in North America, an internationally recognized author, hypnotherapist, coach, and speaker for over 20 years. Uh, Pargito helps spiritually conscious entrepreneurs, leaders, CEOs, teachers, and healers align their mindset to allow more peace, time, and financial freedom. Don't we all want that? Featured in media, including TV shows, telesummits, and top-level podcasts, Pargito shares powerful tools for wellness, meditation, and personal growth. And her new book is a number one Amazon bestseller, Lunchtime Enlightenment, Expressive Meditations for Manifesting Peace and Prosperity and Passion. So thank you and welcome, Pragito. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Wonderful. We certainly are glad to have you too. I just, when I saw laughter as part of your presentation, I thought that's for me. I want to know all about laughter. Absolutely. (laughs) One of my favorite activities. Yes. Yes. Good. (laughs) Which leads us to our first question, which is you, you uh, had mentioned you have a laughing Buddha community. Yes. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. It's actually laughing Buddha's community. Buddhas. Yes, and it's plural because everybody is a laughing Buddha. Whether they know it or not, they are. Okay. (laughs) And it doesn't mean you're a Buddhist. It's just Buddha in the sense that everybody knows that the Buddha was enlightened and represents meditation, peace, and calm, and centeredness. And you might not think to put laughter together with that but actually there is a laughing buddha his name was hotei the laughing buddha from 16th century japan and he used to walk around from village to village and all he did was laugh and the the village elders would come with all their questions all their serious questions about enlightenment and all he did was laugh and so they just started laughing because laughter is so contagious mm-hmm. and they forgot all their questions mm-hmm. and were able to come into the present moment. And Hote was really the first person to teach laughter as meditation mm-hmm. because laughter brings you into the present. Yes. And there you are. The mind is gone. Worry, anxiety, fear, they all disappear in the face of laughter. So I named my community after him, the Laughing Buddhist community, because I want to encourage everybody in the world to laugh more 
just imagine what the world would be like if everybody laughed more. Mm-hmm. Laughter is a dimension of love, and it o- opens our hearts, it opens our minds, it releases tensions from the body, and it helps us to drop deeper down into silence and peace and calm. Mm. Um, So the laughter meditation, the first stage is laughter. The second stage is sitting in silence. Mm. And I have a Facebook group called, that's the the hub, if you like, of our community. It's called the Laughing Buddha's Community Facebook group. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, yeah, we have people from all over the world. It's free to join. And I do a weekly meditation. Sometimes it's about laughter. Sometimes I do all kinds of different meditations, 15-minute meditations. And it's for anybody who wants more love, more laughter, more joy, more wisdom in the world. That's awesome. I love it. (laughs) I think all of my clients that laughter is an immediate negative emotion destroyer, too. It's it's the best thing that you can do for a negative emotion. Yes, you're absolutely right. And, you know, the moment you start laughing, you can't be worried and laughing at the same time. So the laughter will always win. Mm -hmm. When you make a practice of it, like all my clients and students, their homework is always to laugh every day, even if it's just a giggle or a chuckle or, you know, a little short or maybe longer but to find ways to laugh every day, because the more you laugh, the more capacity you have for laughter. More laughter. And the, you, yes. and the more you can, can transmit that energy of joy and fun and playfulness out into the world, which we need. Yeah, totally. It reminds me of, I believe it was Norman Cousins who had yes. a serious illness. Yes. And he rented a whole bunch of comedies. And uh, healed himself through laughter. Absolutely, yes, because laughter releases stress from the body. Yes. So it's laughter is a very powerful healing agent for the body. Absolutely. That's wonderful. And is there um, a formality to laughter yoga? I assume you're familiar with laughter yoga. You know, I've heard of it and I, but I have not trained in it. So mm-hmm. I can't really speak to you about it. Um, okay. The, the laughter part, I assume. Easy. <laughs> um, but I'm hesitant to talk about it because, as I say, I haven't trained in it. So I teach laughter meditation. Right. Which is laughing for no reason at all, first stage. And the second t- stage, we sit in silence. As, as my... My main expertise is meditation and maybe obviously the laughter meditation is one of the most popular meditations I teach. Uh, And so that's my focus really is meditation Mm -hmm. and how laughter can bring us into a more centered um, approach to life and joyful. Can, can you say more about that? I'm I'm not sure I can know how, how does laughter lead to silence? or to meditative states? I love that question. Thank you for asking it. Sure. So what happens when we laugh 
It, laugh is a laughter is a very powerful energy. Ha 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 So you're generating a lot of energy, which okay. is opening up your throat, opening up your heart, and you're opening up all all of your center, all the chakras, if you like, down to your center, two inches below the navel, which is where our um, center is of peace and calm and serenity and harmony and is that the root chakra is where that comes from well the root chakra that's the first chakra Mm -hmm. and that's that's about being grounded in the world okay Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm talking about the the uh our uh meditation center if you like hara it would it's also called the hara the hara yes it is Mm -hmm. um and so what happens when we laugh, and this is actually the spiritual dimension of laughter, which not a lot of people are aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we laugh and we have this powerful energy opening us up, when we do the second stage, it's actually very easy and quick to drop down to our center. Mm. It's, it's almost like we trick the mind, you know, because because the normally people have a hard time sitting in silence because the mind is just driving them crazy Mm -hmm. yeah or the body is so full of tensions or they're so full of emotional turmoil but when you laugh first before sitting in silence it releases so much tension the mind doesn't know what's going on (laughs) not even there (laughs) you know you just create this space And then you just drop down very quickly and connect to your center, which is where your inner wisdom is Mm. and your soul, your spirit. And you can be connected to your very, the very soul of your being very quickly. Mm. And I find even people new to the laughter meditation, we don't even have to do it that for that long, just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's especially powerful in a group, of course. And, and then everybody drops down and they find they've had this beautiful time of silent meditation without sort of really trying very hard at all, <laughs> just having fun. And then there it is. You're in a silence. You know, when I was a kid, um, I remember this game where we would, we would each person had their head on the other person's belly. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. we would laugh and our heads would bob up and down and it would make us laugh even yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I've done that in my retreats, in my in-person, because we can't do it on Zoom, but right. yeah. in person, yeah, because laughter is so infectious. Yes. So yes. You, you'd really just need maybe one person who's really laughing in the group and everybody, you just, everybody else starts laughing for no reason. Exactly. That makes it even funnier because we don't even know why we're laughing, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it it uh, is stimulating all of those good neurotransmitters in the brain. Exactly. Putting you into a happy state. Yes. yes. And there you are. So powerful. Well, you know, what I love about your book um, is the joy and the lightness, the fun runs through it. Um, many people think of meditation as a chore. 
And I think what you've done is you've you've helped people to understand that it's really a, a simple thing of transcending the thoughts, getting happy. But um, it, I think maybe uh, it gets them there faster than if they were to just sit and look at a candle or whatever. Oh, yeah. Gets you there much, much quicker. Yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah. all these exp- expressive techniques get you to your center of inner peace and silence and wisdom much, much quicker than just sitting in silence. Yeah. Because, you know, in the days of Gautama the Buddha 25 centuries ago, the pe- most people worked on the land and so they were quite happy to sit in the meditation. And, and uh, the only problem they had was with the mosquitoes. But yes. apart from that, you know, they just could, they could drop down very easily and quickly after a, a, a day of physical work. Yeah. But in the 20th century, really, um, you know, since all the internet, social media and everything has become so mental yes. and also sedentary sitting at desks so it's become harder to want to sit in silence because who wants who wants to sit and listen to all this noise and and you know all your turmoil and your back hurts and all these things and so when you do some laughter first and you know there's other expressive techniques there's the gibberish meditation the dancing meditation, the humming meditation, and the dynamic meditation. And when you do something very expressive and physical first, and then sit in silence, Mm. you get there much quicker. Plus, you're releasing huge amounts of stress from the body-mind and trapped emotion as well, which needs to come out. Yeah, and I bet that is really uh, way better for kids because they're so needing to be active yeah. that you can, you can, I mean, because they're teaching, there are places where they're teaching kids meditation um, to help them better in school and in, in life. And so I would imagine letting them get their energy out and then bringing them into that place is, is a similar kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the kids, they love the laughter meditation and they love the gibberish meditation because then it can be really silly because kids just love to be silly, you know, (laughs) and they they have anger. They have sadness. They have Mm -hmm. all the emotions and they need to be expressed. And so you give them permission to express them and then sit in silence. Mm. Very powerful. Yeah. If, if if somebody is kind of frozen in fear, how, how, where where do they go from there to get to where you want them to be to release a lot of that? Well, it, there's two things that heal fear: hmm. laughter and love. So, and laughter being a dimension of love. Uh, I say it would depend on the person, it would depend on the situation, which way I would go, but certainly I would try the laughter mm-hmm. first. You know, most people love to laugh. Mm. It's it's probably rare you come across somebody who doesn't like laughing. Doesn't want to, yeah. Or doesn't want to. I actually, I mean, I've taught like hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people, and I've never come across that. It didn't find that. Good. No. I've never found that. So 
I would get them laughing, you know, if they're frozen in fear. And and how do you do that? How do you get somebody who's fearful to start laughing? Uh, is it do you do you have a story that you tell, or or do you uh, give some instructions on wh- where to access this in themselves? Or? Well, there's two things I I can say to that. If if they are if I'm not there, mm-hmm. I'd encourage them to watch anything funny they can find on YouTube. Okay. Funny comedies on TV joke books uh maybe they have a friend who who's funny you know but you have to seek out ways to laugh (laughs) and it's actually not difficult and there's a ton of stuff on youtube but if they are around me then either on one of my zoom calls or in person then what we do is we put our hands up in the air like this and you shout, Yahoo, Yahoo, Yahoo. And they start laughing just because of that. Yeah. 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 So this is, this is actually a very interesting thing. It's nothing to do with the, you know, the email company. Um, (laughs) Who, who is actually a Sufi mantra that you can sing you go who 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 like this and it acts like a jackhammer and cuts through down to your center it's very powerful yeah and that's that's one of the parts of the dynamic meditation that's probably the h-u who not the w-h-o who probably right it's a h-u it's actually H O O, but it doesn't. The spelling H-O-O. doesn't matter. Okay, I see. <laughs> it's a it, sound that matters. That you just go who yeah. who yeah. Um, and so Osho, my teacher, he added the ya in front, the Yahoo, because, and I'm not sure quite how this happens, but but when you raise your arms up in the air and shout Yahoo it releases an incredible amount of positivity. And most of the time people will burst out laughing just from doing that. Yes. Uh, it, you, you can't raise your arms shouting Yahoo and then go, I'm depressed. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just doesn't fit, right? Right. It just can't mm-hmm. do it energetically, you know, because I'm yeah. depressed is so down and when you're going yahoo yahoo that's so that's a great way to start mm-hmm. and then most people find that it just makes you laugh i mean it made us laugh mm-hmm. you know and you guys hadn't even done that before right I used to it, but and you just started laughing you know yeah. mm-hmm. uh and so that will get you started laughing and then in my zoom groups for example we're all just laughing and so it's difficult to not laugh when everybody else is right. laughing. Right. So then you just get going. And laughter is this amazing phenomenon because we have an unlimited supply of laughter from within us comes from our center. Mm-hmm. There's a giggle button down somewhere in the belly. Right. Mm-hmm. And whenever air passes past the giggle button, exactly. we start laughing. Mm-hmm. So it's actually got often nothing to do with jokes or comedians. Well, that mm-hmm. helps the mind think something's funny and then we start laughing. Mm-hmm. But that's the physical um, 
how that how that works on the physical level, air passing past the giggle button. And I I still remember a time, this is quite a few years ago, I was sitting on a couch with a group of friends, and this this guy, he was a friend of mine, and he was quite big, and just just for fun, he suddenly came and sat down on my lap and it winded me and I just gave this huge laugh because <laughs> because, because it winded me and it went past my gill button and yeah. huge laugh erupted. Right. And so laughter is this is all good news because laughter is a natural phenomenon. We're supposed to laugh and we're we're set up for laughter. And it doesn't take much actually to get us going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when I first started doing it, I came across blocks. So my throat was blocked because I was very repressed as a child. So I had a lot of unsaid things stuck in my throat. Mm. So I had to laugh my way through that. Laugh to open my heart more. And then laugh to open up all the other chakras and and I, I I hit a pain level when I got down to my belly. Mm. It was a block, an energy block. Mm-hmm. And I had to laugh my way through it. <laughs> and I did. I did and it's and it disappeared. Because mm-hmm. laughter is such a powerful mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. It can it can heal all those blocks. And you want that because Energy blocks stuck in the body create illness and disease right. in the body. Yes. yes. And this is a very fun and very powerful and effective way to heal yourself and unblock energy blocks in your body. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful. Uh, and when we come back, uh, from, I'm just going to do a little station break. So if people have just joined us, they'll know who we are and what we're doing. Um, I'd love to talk about your um, how you help people with abundance and business and, and things of that nature yeah. um, using your expressive meditation. You're listening to New Reality Solutions. And if you've just tuned in, I'm Dr. Christina Winsey. This is Dr. Art Emrich. And we have our guest, Pragita. Dove, who is a number one Amazon best-selling author of Lunchtime, Lunchtime, tell me, Pragito. Enlightenment. Lunchtime Enlightenment. Okay, great. And um, if you'd like to join the discussion, or if you have a question for Pragito or one of us, you can call in directly to the show. And if you're in the United States, it's toll-free, 1-888-627- 6008. If you are outside the U.S., you can dial direct 1-323-744-4831. So, um, yeah. So tell us now, Pragito, a little bit more about um, the, the connection between the work that you do with people and how it helps them with abundance and helps them grow their businesses because you work with high level people. Obviously, you know, there's great benefit. Yes, there is. Well, uh, I'm going to talk about even more benefits of the laughter now because (laughs) laughter activates the positive law of attraction. So if you think about um, your energy levels on a scale of one to 10, 
one being the most negative, the most low vibration, 10 being the highest vibration, you want to keep yourself up at an 8, 9, 10. So first step is awareness. Know where your energy vibrations are at any given moment. Do they feel kind of low or are they up, up high? If they're low, then, because this is where our responsibility comes in with the law of attraction. If they're low, it's our job to raise our vibes. Mm-hmm. So start laughing, <laughs> put on a comedy video oh, yeah. or, or any way you know how to raise your vibes. Laughter can help raise your vibes as can love. Maybe you need a hug. Maybe you need to talk to a friend. Um, get some love. Yes. Because t- we'll say 10 is where love is, the highest vibrational set point there is. And laughter's up there and gratitude is up there. Mm-hmm. And these are my three favorite things to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so let's just, if we talk about gratitude and your vibe is low, then another thing you can do is think about everything you're grateful for. Because as soon as you start feeling grateful, your energy, your vibrations go up, your heart opens. And that's what helps you attract good things. So if you keep yourself up at an eight, nine, 10 level, then you're opening yourself to the law of attraction, the positive law of attraction, because the law of attraction only does one thing it matches. It matches your energy. It's actually a one-trick pony. That's all it does. <laughs> and it doesn't care if you're a big Hollywood celebrity or if you're a rickshaw driver in Calcutta. The law of attraction doesn't care who you are, doesn't care what you want or what you don't want. It simply matches your energy. So if you remember to keep your energy up, you will attract good things. So... This is always a part of the all the classes and um, private sessions I teach with my clients is how to work with your energy to keep it up so that you attract good things. Because I have a 50-50 rule of thumb for my business, and this is what I advise for all business people. You don't want to be working yourself crazy and getting all stressed out and exhausted I mean, that's no fun. So if you remember to keep your energy levels high, then you will attract good things. So 50% attraction and 50%, of course, you have to do your sales and your marketing and all those good things on the physical level. Mm -hmm. And you will have a successful business. I do. And I'm not working any harder now than I was when I was making less money. I just mm-hmm. learned how to how to um, keep my vibes up and positive and things don't always go my way. I mean, they just don't. But I've learned to stay positive and have and have um, gained such a trust in the universe that if this thing didn't go wrong or this client didn't work out. I know there's another one coming right away. Yes. You know, yeah. I got a much bigger tax bill this year than I thought I was going to. 
<laughs> and about two or three days after that happened, I got a new client. So took care of the tax oh, bill. Thank you, universe. You yes. Know? Yes. Um, but I just learned not to get down about it, but just to stay positive and trusting. You have to trust the universe. And this is how you create abundance for yourself because abundance is money. Abundance is love. Abundance is health and fitness. And abundance is your attitude. How did you discover all of this wonderful um, philosophy and practice uh, for yourself? That Was there a, a story uh, of your journey? There? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a story of my journey. Because I did not start out like this, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, I had a very challenging childhood. Um, I had an abusive mother. I was actually terrified of her. And when I was quite small, I just shut down my heart from the neck down and decided to live in my head because I didn't want to get hurt anymore. Mm. And, and I just promised myself when I was older that I would, I would find a way to heal myself. Mm. And um, so I had a lot of pain, sadness. I had a lot of anger and I had a lot of fear. Mm. And what I found to help me was when I was seeking and seeking and asking the universe to help me, because when my son was born, I knew if I didn't, if I didn't heal myself, I would transmit all that anger, fear and pain to him. And, and who needs that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I felt I didn't want him to go through what I went through. And then I heard about this um, enlightened teacher called Osho, who was in India and all these expressive techniques, because I didn't been a, never been able to do meditation because I just couldn't sit there for mm -hmm. the, all the reasons we've been discussing. I just couldn't mm -hmm. do it. So I took a chance and I decided actually when my marriage fell apart, when I found out I was six months pregnant and I found out my husband was having an affair. Yeah. So then everything got even worse. Oh, my. <laughs> But, of course, when I look back on it, that was the motivation that got me mm -hmm. on the plane to India with, with my 14-month-old son with me. And that's where I found all these meditations. And it was really extraordinary. I just kept doing them, and I was able to heal the pain and express all my anger and heal the fear, and I found myself I found my creativity. I found my inner peace. And I found that I was supposed to be here to teach all this, which was not what I thought when I first went there. <laughs> I, I have no to idea. say, oh, my gosh, my hat is off to you going to India yeah. yep. with a 14-month-old child. Wow, that's strength. I went Thank to the you. Osho Ashram in India and spent a couple of days there. And they were just coming off the end of, I think they had a three-day laughing meditation where you went around all day long laughing. Um, oh. And, and uh, it, it was, at first it was difficult. They said, I, I talked to some of the people between between laughs and they said, this is hard at first, but now it's really easy. <laughs> <They just laughs> 
That's right. What an interesting process, though. Just fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Well, it works. It works. That's the thing. Um, It certainly worked for me. And then it works for all my clients and students that I work with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, do you want to go through life suffering and miserable? Or do you want to go through life laughing and having fun and being playful? You know, it's your choice. It's everything is our choice. So, well, and it doesn't mean that that everything's hunky dory either. No, it doesn't. It's it's about how do you then, you know, using these techniques so that you can um, get through those tough times with less stress. And I notice in your book, you say, to do things for four minutes, sometimes one minute. Talk about that because I know people are busy and I think it's brilliant that you do that because most people will say, I, I can't sit here for 15 minutes, you know, but four minutes, one minute, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, there's a 30 second technique in there actually too. <laughs> so if anybody tells me they can't do meditation, I say, do you have 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. Well, one, I think one really important thing to understand about meditation is to understand what meditation is and what it is not. Mm. Meditation is awareness. Meditation is being in the present moment. Meditation is not a technique. The techniques are there to help us come into the present moment, to help remind us. And there's hundreds of techniques. I think I've got over 150 techniques in my book. So you choose the techniques that work for you, the techniques that you like. Because if you don't like a technique, you're not going to do it. So then what's the point? Find what works for you and do that. Or you might find several that you like. But the truth is that any activity can be a meditation. So, so it could be, you know, working at your computer, doing the dishes, cooking lunch or eating lunch or taking out the trash. Are you in the present moment? Or are you off in the future or back in the past? And the cool thing about meditation is it's very forgiving because there is always now (laughs) you can always come into now and okay so you forgot and you were daydreaming or whatever doesn't matter now you can be here now and the mind does not exist when you are fully in the present moment and an easy quick way that is free to come into the present moment is with the breathing. So take a deep breath. Take three deep breaths is good. And that will help you to come calm down, come to center. It helps bring the energy down from the head into the body because The troublemakers up here, right? The mind. So anything that brings the energy down into the body 
is going to help you to be more centered and therefore more calm and relaxed and more creative. And you probably know this, but, you know, if there's a car accident or something and the paramedics arrive, the first thing they say to the victims is breathe. Just breathe. Because the person's probably in a total state of shock and fear. And it, the breathing helps to bring them back into the body and helps them receive the love which is what the paramedics are giving them, the help to sort everything out. So to breathe is, is very powerful. It sounds very simple and like, uh, what's that going to do? But it does a lot. It does a lot. And fortunately for us, the body has its own wisdom and goes on breathing anyway, even when we're daydreaming and off somewhere else. That's the wisdom of the body for us. Yeah. What do you do with, um, you know, if someone has trouble um, with impatience and with judgment, it sounds like you answered that, but, um, you know, we live in a very uh, judgmental world. We do. We do. And um Judgment is inherited. That's where it comes from. We inherit it from our parents or grandparents. It's all got passed on down. And it's unconscious. And so this is the benefit of meditation. Meditation being awareness. Meditation helps to bring us to conscious awareness of our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Judgment and comparison and fear live in the mind. And there's a fabulous technique called witnessing the mind. It was actually created by Gautama the Buddha 25 centuries ago, and it works. It really does. But you simply sit and watch the thoughts of the mind, and you just watch them pass by. And there'll be lots of judgments and lots of comparisons. But you don't judge yourself for judging. (laughs) You simply let them go by and accept that they're there. And they will pass. And it's important to have tremendous compassion for yourself. Because we're our own worst critics. The person we judge the most is ourselves. So I'm always constantly saying have compassion for yourself. Love yourself. Accept yourself no matter what. And just let all the judgments pass by. But we do live in a very judgmental society. You just have to look at magazines or TV shows and things like that. Um, but, but you can get past it. And the thing is, the judgments do need to be there in the comparisons. Because, for example, if you're buying a new car, you want to judge and compare. You know, well, this car's better this and that car's better that. Yes. So that's a good use of your judging and comparing mind. Mm. You just don't want to let it attack you <laughs> or, or other people. Mm-hmm. The heart is the realm for people. The mind is the realm for judging and comparing air ticket prices. Huh? Yes. 
things and stuff. <laughs> things and stuff, the mind, yes. But people is the heart. And the heart just loves. Mm. The heart just loves everybody. Because mm. that's what the heart does. No judging, comparing. Just love. Well, you know, I think, though, um, that it's judgment that gets in the way of being able to freely love. And, um, and there are so many, so many people who they want to feel the love for their partner, for their significant other, for other, they may even feel anger at their kids if their kids are grown and they, they, you know, they're estranged. Um, What do you suggest when someone, you know, is, is not able to really feel that love? Is it the the expressive meditation techniques? You just have them go through the different techniques. What do you recommend? Yeah, well, that's a great, great question, by the way. Um, You have to heal yourself. You have to heal your heart. Because if you are having trouble with loving people, what that means is your heart is wounded. And I have experienced this. My heart was very wounded. So I wasn't up for loving people much because it seemed to me you just got stabbed. You know, you just kept Mm. kept getting hurt. So I wasn't keen about (laughs) love at all. (laughs) Um, But I did realize I had to heal my own heart. And I did it with all these um, techniques we've been talking about, all the meditation techniques. Mm -hmm. And learning to have love and compassion for myself, because the most important person we must love is ourselves, Mm. self-love. And that is usually the primary thing that's in the way for people. We can't love other people because we don't love ourselves. Mm. That was my mother. And that's what I inherited. And that's what I had to get past. You know, realize that and start loving myself. And then you're attracting love all over the place. So the more you love yourself, the more you can love others. The more compassion you have for yourself, the more compassion you can have for others. The more acceptance you have of yourself, the more acceptance you have of others. Mm -hmm. So it all starts here. And there's lots you can do in the way of different meditations. I'm also a hypnotherapist, so if people have a major block about it, we can work on it that way. Um, But it's certainly something that can be healed, yes. Mm -hmm. And then you find a lot of things changing because – I saw in my son, I would sometimes think, why does he do that? And then I think, because I do that. Mm -hmm. I do that. And he's copying me. Mm. And they copy not what you say, but what you do. Yes. 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 They They are genius. It's like having this mirror, you know. And for me, my son was like a Zen master, you know, Mm. always reflecting back to me. Mm-hmm. And I think as a parent, either you you get that and do the work on yourself, or what a lot of people do is they shut the child down mm-hmm. because they think it's a child. Yes. It's, not, it's not the child. Yeah. It's the parent. It's us. You know, we mm-hmm. have to heal ourselves mm-hmm. and accept yes. that we're not perfect. And 
I mean, my son loved me anyway. He always has. But I, I it took me a while to, to allow, to receive that and accept it because of not being loved so much when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he helped me heal myself as well. Children are amazing. They are, aren't they? They are a gift. Yes. Very much. Well, I would love for us to have a picture of your book on screen. Um, Thomas, do you have that picture that you could put up? And it is uh, Lunchtime Enlightenment. Beautiful green. Love the green. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. The art of relaxation, laughter, non-judgment. Awareness, trust, compassion, and love. Oh my goodness, you got all that in one book? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. So definitely. And then your Facebook group is called the Laughing Buddha's Community. Yes. Uh, Facebook group. Yes. Um, okay. So tell us about your free gift. And Thomas, I know we have a picture to show people the uh, address on the on the web. Uh, to get her free gift. Tell us about that. Yeah, so um, this is a three-part video series, and it's an abundance activation to get you started on your road to abundance. So I work on you energetically through through the videos, plus listen to what I'm saying. They're about five minutes, so they're not too long. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had very good feedback about them. So do take advantage of that. It's all free. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's great. Well, Dr. Art, do you have any more questions for Pragito? We have just about one or two more minutes. I do. I, I came out of uh, 30 years uh, in an engineering um, Big Ten company and um then, then uh, eight more years in an IT consulting company in Chicago, and I was just wondering how, what, what is your experience and the reactions of, of uh, business people to this, or how are we going to use this to make money? That that would be a, a goal that they might have, you know, to see is this a way that I can get rich quicker faster than I am doing it right now. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely, because as I was as I was saying, it's like you you learn how to activate the positive law of attraction. And then, mm-hmm. then things just come to you, like when I got the tax bill, but then I got this client suddenly appear out of nowhere. You know, that's the law of attraction. When hit, things happen, just you get a phone call or you get an email or, you know, you could get a sudden inheritance. You ne- I've, I, I've, that's happened to me. I got an inheritance I never would have thought I would get. Mm. And, and things like that start happening to you. So, yes, it can help you get rich quick. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But they're pretty receptive to these ideas, the, the business people are, you think? Oh, yes, very much so. I mean, I, I love working with entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs have created a business Mm-hmm. And it's up to them how much the business succeeds. Right. You know, they don't have a boss and have somebody telling them what to do. They have to make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. And so the more they can expand their mind and expand their heart and just maybe try new things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
who knows what can happen and also entrepreneurs need their creativity mm-hmm. and one of the best meditations for creativity is the laughter meditation really? it unleashes it unleashes your creativity mm-hmm. yes yeah that's great yeah yes. awesome thank you thank you for that you're welcome sure well this has been wonderful thank you so much for joining us Brigitte. Well, I am thrilled. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it very much. And thank you so much for having me. This has been a joy. Just really love everything you have to say. It's been just music. Really really perfect. Thank you. Well, audience, if you would like uh, Brigitte's book, you can get that on Amazon. Is that right? Yes, Yes, it is on Amazon. Yes. Okay. Well, I highly recommend it. So um, lunchtime uh enlightenment enlightenment well, i don't know why i have trouble with that lunchtime enlightenment look for it on amazon and um uh that's a wrap everybody thank, thank you another you week. <laughs> very good bye-bye everyone bye Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider being a supporter. You can find that on our show page. Tune in every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new reality show for announcements of upcoming topics and exciting guest interviews. Bye for now.